Poems Every Child Should Know, edited by Mary E. Burt. Section 76. Read for LibriVox.org by Kara Schallenberg. This section contains two poems, Mortality and On First Looking Into Chapman's Homer. Part 6 continued. Mortality. Mortality, by William Knox, 1789-1825, is always quoted as Lincoln's favourite poem. Oh, why should the spirit of mortal be proud, like a fast-flitting meteor, a fast-flying cloud? A flash of the lightning, a break of the wave, he passes from life to his rest in the grave. The leaves of the oak and the willow shall fade, be scattered around, and together be laid, and the young and the old, and the low and the high, shall moulder to dust, and together shall lie. The child that a mother attended and loved, the mother that infant's affection that proved, the husband that mother and infant that blessed, each all are away to their dwelling of rest. The maid on whose cheek, on whose brow, in whose eye, shone beauty and pleasure, her triumphs are by, and the memory of those that beloved her and praised are alike from the minds of the living erased. The hand of the king that the sceptre hath borne, the brow of the priest that the mitre hath worn, the eye of the sage and the heart of the brave are hidden and lost in the depths of the grave. The peasant whose lot was to sow and to reap, the herdsman who climbed with his goats to the steep, the beggar that wandered in search of his bread have faded away like the grass that we tread. The saint that enjoyed the communion of heaven, the sinner that dared to remain unforgiven, the wise and the foolish, the guilty and just, have quietly mingled their bones in the dust. So the multitude goes like the flower and the weed that wither away to let others succeed. So the multitude comes, even those we behold, to repeat every tale that hath often been told. For we are the same that our fathers have been, we see the same sights that our fathers have seen. We drink the same stream, and we feel the same sun, and we run the same course that our fathers have run. The thoughts we are thinking our fathers would think, from the death we are shrinking from, they too would shrink. To the life we are clinging to they too would cling, but it speeds from the earth like a bird on the wing. They loved, but their story we cannot unfold, they scorned, but the heart of the haughty is cold. They grieved, but no wail from their slumbers may come. They enjoyed, but the voice of their gladness is dumb. They died, ay, they died, and we things that are now who walk on the turf that lies over their brow, who make in their dwellings a transient abode, meet the changes they met on their pilgrimage road. Yea, hope and despondence and pleasure and pain are mingled together like sunshine and rain, and the smile and the tear and the song and the dirge still follow each other like surge upon surge. Tis the wink of an eye, tis the draught of a breath, from the blossom of health to the paleness of death, from the gilded saloon to the bier and the shroud. Oh, why should the spirit of mortal be proud? William Knox 
On First Looking Into Chapman's Homer by John Keats, 1795-1821 The last four lines of this sonnet form the most tremendous climax in literature. The picture is as vivid as if done with a brush. Every great book, every great poem is a new world, an undiscovered country. Every learned person is a whole territory, a universe of new thought. Every one who does anything with a heart for it, every specialist, every one, however simple, who is strenuous and genuine, is a new discovery. Let us give credit to the smallest planet that is true to its own orbit. Much have I travelled in the realms of gold, and many goodly states and kingdoms seen. Round many western islands have I been, which bards in fealty to Apollo hold. Oft of one wide expanse had I been told, that deep-browed Homer ruled as his domain. Yet did I never breathe its pure serene, till I heard Chapman speak out loud and bold. Then felt I like some watcher of the skies, when a new planet swims into his ken, or like stout Cortez, when, with eagle eyes, he stared at the Pacific, and all his men looked at each other with a wild surmise, silent, upon a peak in Darien. John Keats End of section 76 Read by Kara Schallenberg on January 14, 2007, in Oceanside, California.